You say a one for the trouble, two for the time. Uh, come on, y'all, let's... Now it's time for the morning coffee with my daddy, the motivator, Jazzy G, on Power Me Up Radio, talk 24-7. It's Workout Wednesday with the motivator, Jazzy G. Morning Coffee with the motivator, Jazzy G. Featuring Cheryl Star. Good morning, good morning, good morning, my soul motivators. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Morning Coffee with yours truly, the motivator, Jazzy G. There on Power Me Up Radio Talk 24-7, the station Red Heart. On iHeart. And today, beloveds, is Work It Out Wednesday. That's right, it's Work It Out Wednesday. That's right, no more getting over the hump. It's about working it all out, working it down to the bone. Work, 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 till you can't work no more. <laughs> and the person by my side is always making it work, working it out, doing her thing. She's the funny bone lady. You know her. No introduction needed, but I'm going to tell you who she is anyway. She's the one, the only, the incomparable Cheryl Star. It's Cheryl Star. Twinkle, twinkle. It's Cheryl Star. What up, Star? Work, 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 work. <laughs> Good morning, Jazzy G. Twinkle, twinkle, my soul motivators. Thanks for listening in as always. Yes, it is Workout Wednesday. And as always, you know, Nelson going to work me out. So um, we'll see what happens. Will I make it to the gym or am I going to skip hooky? I might play hooky today. <laughs> and that's right. Hey, it's, it's, our, hey, it's the third person to the Mars Squad. He's the man. He is the percolator. That's right. Smooth operator. He's the one that's going to work it to the bone. He's the one, the only, that percolated himself, the matchup king, DJ Nelson, the What up, Nelson? Yo, Jazzy. Good morning, Nelson. Good morning. You matchup king, you. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Cheryl? Oh, it's time it's time we're going to work it out today, fun. Nelson. We're going to work it out. Yeah, man. We're going to work it out today. We're going to have some fun today and uh, get things percolating, get things happening. You know what I'm saying? It's all good in the hood today, y'all. All right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hope you survive Halloween. <laughs> Hope Freddy Krueger didn't take you out. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> so motivated. I hope you survive Halloween. <laughs> it's all good, though. <laughs> Yo, yo, Star. Yes, yes. Let, let, let's get into some housekeeping. So we're going to have some fun on this Work It Out Wednesday today. You ready to get to some housekeeping? Let's do it. It's time to get to some housekeeping. So, Star. Yes. What you got today for housekeeping? Well, first, we want to give condolences to the family of legendary actor Richard Roundtree. Oh, yes, yes, Also yes. known as Shaft. Shaft, yeah. And he started yeah, Barnum, yes. Shaft, Shaft Big Score, Shaft in Africa. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he played on some recent stuff. Remember, he played Mary Jane's father, Gabrielle Union's father. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, he, he did a cameo in the Shaft with uh, Samuel Jackson. Yeah, yeah. You know, Shaft. Richard Roundtree was... Was one of the you know one of the greats of the seventies. You know, the man. Was, yeah, we lost. Still, him I still watch that movie every now and then. Yeah, we lost him last Tuesday, I believe. Right? That's yes, last, last week. Tuesday. Yeah, away. last Tuesday. He yeah, was eighty-one, and he had pan, pan, pancreatic cancer. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, he had cancer. Yeah. 
You okay. know, so you know, just wanted to send a condolences out to his loved ones, friends, family, anybody who uh, had any interaction with Richard Roundtree. I saw a lot of posts, a lot of celebrities. You know, yeah, Vivica, Fifty, all of them post uh, pictures with him. Um, and you know, looks like he had you know some love. Everybody said he was a good guy, good person. And, yeah, I got, um, a, I got a chef uh, leather coat. Oh yeah, <laughs> I still, yeah. I, I remember everybody had day. those long leather coats. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, post it. Matter of fact, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna post a picture. It's a picture of me and Dab. And uh, <laughs> I think we, I think because where it was taken, I can I know we was out seeing a play. Um, I can't remember what the play is from the pitch. I can't remember, but I think it was either uh, we, we was it, there was a play with uh, Jeffrey Wright and and uh, Most Depp called um, Under Top Dog Underdog. As a matter of fact, I think they revised it and everything. But um, I um, yeah. I, uh, I think that's where we were going. But I'm going to post that picture. You'll see me in my, my shaft leather coat. <laughs> yeah, we had them long leathers too back in the days. Everybody had a long leather. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. They called them maxis. They called them maxis back in the yeah. days. My, yeah, friend so. Jennifer, my friend Jennifer, a.k.a. Pimpstress, she was Little Kim before <laughs> Little Kim. She yeah. called the guy, uh, uh, my, my brother-in-law's father, Shaft because he came to the party with the long leather coat. So, she was like, what's up, Shaft? <laughs> yeah, everybody used to call those long leather Shaft coats. Shaft, yep, yeah, everybody yep, remember exactly. the movie came on, he walking around exactly. with the yep. long leather. Yeah, But rest hey. in peace. Yeah, he was my idol, man. He was, yo, man, you couldn't tell me I was in Shaft back in the day. <laughs> the theme song of Shaft in my head. You know what I'm saying? Isaac Hayes, Isaac Hayes. What up? <laughs> what up, man? Yeah, we got to hit some of that today, Nelson. We got to get that yeah, in. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you can get, you can hit some shaft with us today. Yeah. And everything like that. It's all good. It's all good. And one other yeah. housekeeping, um, you know, that I wanted to talk about was Dave Chappelle's concert last week at the Boston Garden. Uh-huh. So, um, you know, Dave Chappelle sold out concert as usual. They said, you know, about 22000 because the Boston Garden holds the capacity to set the show was sold out and you know halfway through his show you know he always talks about what's going on in the world mentions right. his opinion on things so he said that it was messed up what happened on October 7th and you know the Palestinian the Israel going through that stuff and he said you know he basically was saying that you know what is this world coming to and um, you know it's messed up when you kill innocent women and children and things like that and someone in the audience Yelled out, shut the F up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you heard about that? Yeah, I heard about (laughs) that. Dave Chappelle broke on the guy. He's like, what are you, you don't tell me to shut the F up. And he was like, you come to my show, um, you know, talking about shut the F up. But, you know, he basically went in on the the guy. And then the the funny thing is, the, well, he wasn't a heckler because the Wall Street Journal called it a heckler. They didn't even go into the story. And they said, oh, Dave Chappelle got hecklered at his show. But they didn't even know the reason what happened behind it. Because usually when people interrupt your show, it's a heckler situation. Right, but right. the guy was basically uh, telling him to you know, shut up and not talk about that or whatever. Do your show. So it wasn't a heckler. And um, Dave Chappelle was like, no, I could talk about whatever I want because the guy was basically saying, we came here to hear about comedy, not to talk about, you know, Palestine. That's kind of stupid, though, because Dave Chappelle is he he is a a comedian of of, uh, content. He's a comedian of uh, that conscious 
yeah, a, a political conscience. He's a he's a political conscious comedian. So right, that right. don't make any sense. You come in there to hear political consciousness from a comedian that that's all he talks about. You know what I'm saying? He he puts his spin on on, on you know what I'm saying, political conscious race, all kind of stuff. That's yeah. what Dave Chappelle does. Like that makes no sense. Yeah, because he even said that, that don't come to this country. That doesn't work for Dave Chappelle. That's not right. the kind of comedian he is. That, right. that doesn't make sense. You know, and that's saying? what that's why the media had it all wrong. They wanted to shed a negative light by saying he was heckless, but he wasn't heckless. They were saying, you know, Dave Chappelle said, "Don't come to this country begging for money." And then drop bombs on, you know, to make money and then drop bombs on children like like, you know, people right, work here right, and then right. they use the resources to uh, send back to their country. Right. Exactly. So, exactly. you know, like you said, he is the man for that kind of conversation. He does not back down from right, it. Right. He does not shy away from whatever he want to say. And, uh, you know, and then the, the audience actually clapped and, and cheered. And um, cheered him on because they respect him for that. That's what right. he's known for, like you said. Right. So exactly. you know, uh, it didn't work well for the guy because uh, you know he he shut up because Dave Chappelle was telling him, you know, because he kind of sunned him. He's like, "In one more one more outburst, and you're going to get escorted out the show." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so at the end of the day, who was in charge? Dave right, Chappelle, exactly. obviously, because you came to watch the show, sit back and laugh, or either shut up. So right, exactly. I like the way they said he handled it, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he took charge of his show. Like you're not gonna come to my show and then have the nerve to tell me to shut up at my show when yeah. I'm on stage to talk. This is right. where I have my voice. No canceling Dave Chappelle. <laughs> <laughs> they all try, you know, but it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, that didn't make sense. So you know, um, you know, he's glad to see that the audience back tomorrow. This, no let me boy. tell you something. Trying to cancel Dave Chappelle has 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 not. It doesn't have a lot to do with his content. It has a lot to do with shutting up black men, mm-hmm. straight black men. That's what it's all about. It's about shutting up straight black men, shutting right. up, uh, um, uh, reversing our, our masculinity and 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 dehumanizing us and emasculating us. That's what it's about. He they want to make the example of him so the rest of us can be quiet. It's the old logic of of a woolly lynch you know what i'm saying where you take the strongest and the, the most powerful slave and you time the two horses and you tie and feather him right, so people make the two watch. horses run, right and, and they rip them apart and let all the other slaves watch yeah, everybody that's watch. what they yeah. trying to do to dave Chappelle. that's what they trying to do because if they quiet him cancel him you cancel the rest of us that's exactly what they trying to do it all comes from racism all of it all right. of it is about racism it's not about his content it's about racism so we as straight black men don't have a voice anymore and that's what it's all about and that's why they put the that he was heckler right look at all the political heckler. white men that talk you know what i'm saying from from um, um the mm-hmm. one that has the show mm-hmm. on hbo and and all the, nobody try to cancel them they don't try to cancel them. None of them gets canceled. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he, uh, uh, what, what's his name? I can't remember his name. He was here at his show on channel on ABC, and then now he's on HBO and everything like that. And it had to do back in the Bush era. You know what I'm saying? He had something to do. He had talked about 9 11 and all that stuff. But they didn't try to, you know what I'm saying? He's still going on strong because they allow political white men to say what they got to say because that's that's how it is but when black men stand in that arena it's like no shut up and dribble it's always the shut up and dribble 
for us because they, they do not want they do not want a group of Muhammad Ali's. You know what I'm saying? That's why they that's why they glorify Muhammad Ali now is to glorify him so so they can erase what they was doing to him. Because if you you keep him glorified, you, you, you the younger generation won't understand or know that they actually was take attacking that man you understand what i'm saying and and again you know what I'm saying because because you have those groups that that say hey i identify as this and you must identify me as this or that you know what i'm saying and but muhammad ali couldn't even get respect for changing his name you understand and those who want to change their gender we, we got to respect that but this man had to go through hell just to change his name so in essence the the fight that he had to change his to be respected as a name change, that's how you have that's how you get the to be on the the, the path that you are or the or the, the revolution that you are to change your gender. It comes from a, a, a heterosexual black man that stood up for human rights. And and that's what people gotta understand. And that's my tangent for the day. Well, that's um, you know, the, the whole the whole dialogue or the narrative around it was really trying to, you know, shrug him in his career and be racist because he had nothing to do with being a heckler. But they wanted to report the story like, oh, he's losing it because he's he's getting booed. No, he was getting nah, not at all. Right. Get what I'm saying? Right. So, you know, big up to Dave Chappelle uh, for speaking up and as he always do as he should. Yeah. And um, so the other last housekeeping. You know, I wanted to just give a shout out to Dr. Shock because, yes. uh, you know, Dr. Shock, ladies and gentlemen, did the show with us. You know, he was the legendary DJ of the Force MCs or Force yes. MDs. Yes. And um, he had a visit by the Hall of Famer um, Molly Ma. Molly Ma, yes. The other yeah. day at his drift shop. So, yeah, up in Westchester, so, yeah. Up in Westchester, yeah. So, anybody in Westchester, Soul Motivators, you know, check that out. Um, what's the name of the is the name of the dish shop? It's the uh, what, what is called the uh, the market tank. Um, let me get it right. I think it's called <laughs> the 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 market tank uh, uh, thrift thrift tank market. I believe that's the name of it. Let me look it up real real quick, y'all. Let me look it up <laughs> real real quick. You know what I'm saying? But I believe that's what it's called. I think it's called the thrift market tank. But, um, let me well, while Jazzy G is looking for the name, so. just so you know, Soul Motivators, he has a lot of quality merchandise there. Name brand, quality stuff, a lot of oh, audio yeah. stuff. If you're into audio, if you're looking for a great computer, you know, for your kids that you might not want to spend, you know, top dollar. You might want to get them something used. He got some great stuff there. You know, right. sisters, he got some Louis Vuitton, Gucci, all that stuff. You know, he took it from his wife when they went through divorce. <laughs> so, so if you want to get some of that stuff up there, YSL, you know, he got it. You know, so if yeah. you're in that area, check yeah. him out. Yeah, it's called the it's called the recycle tank market thrift shop. That's y'all heard it here. So yeah, look, yeah, it's the the recycle tank market thrift shop. It's up in Westchester, New York. So yeah, check it out. All right, the DJ Doctor Shop. He's the man. All right. And matter of fact, I know y'all heard. Uh, matter of fact, when Nelson played one of the mixtapes of uh, of the root routine of uh, the Foss MCs back in the day, I think that took place in the, at the tunnel. I'm not I'm not sure where it took place, but y- y'all heard that. DJ Doctor Doctor Shock was DJing and everything like that. He was a DJ. 
at the time and everything like that. So it's all good, man. So shout out to DJ Dr. Shock. You know what I'm saying? Right, Check right. out and if you want to learn a little more about him, just go on Spotify and catch our repeat shows. We always list the shows. It was yes. it was a while back, but uh, yes. you can still catch it. Any yes. repeat show on Spotify. Yes. Uh, and hear his stories that he talked about with the legendary group Force D. Yes. You catch the mo- you catch the the morning coffee. Uh, uh, and uh, on uh, Spotify, it's Morning Coffee with the Motivated Jazzy D featured several star, and you catch it on Spotify and other outlets. You know, say on Apple Podcasts, also Blog Talk Radio, Spreaker. It's it's a lot. It's, it's, it's different places, but Spotify is, is 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 our home base. So you know, saying check us out. You know, saying and, and you can also you can hit us up. All right, uh, info at morningcoffee.chat. That's info at morningcoffee.chat. Alright <laughs> So you got any more stuff? No, that's it for the housekeeping Okay, okay, okay So let, let's, it's Wednesday It's Wednesday, it's Work It Out Wednesday Work so It Out We always out. talk sports on Wednesday You know what I'm saying? So yes, yes, We yes. always talk sports So since uh, uh, y'all responded big time to the Mount Rushmore You know, that we had You know what I'm saying? Dealing with music and, and, and our favorite artists And hip-hop artists Music artists pop artists we did all that last week i see that all the people started uh posting their mount rushmores and everything like that so you know what i'm saying star like i didn't see that before all of a sudden i'm seeing this on other people's pages and they even had a they even had a mount rushmore for young female rappers the the upcoming uh female rappers they even had a mount rushmore for that i'm like wow you could make a category for the mount rushmores (laughs) And you know, in the hopes to be, I mean, the young female rappers that's still pretty I, I don't cool see how that's about Rushmore. Me and Rap right, talking right. about that because it's premature because I see you gotta see who's still around. Yeah, you gotta be legendary. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Still so, around. Yeah, so let's but you do. know, the NBA opened up before we talked about Rushmore. Let's talk about the games because uh, the Lakers. They uh looking a little shaky. They opened up against Denver. That was a good game, but Denver did a repeat. <laughs> Denver did a repeat on that butt. And Stephen A. Smith was going in on um what's my guy? Um what's the center? A center uh, um Anthony Davis. Anthony, Anthony Davis, Davis. Yeah. yeah. Stephen A was going. It's no excuse. <laughs> he said the comeback this season looking like last season. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he was like, I'm I'm gonna rip people. He said he's not giving nobody a pass. Yeah. Nobody a well, pass. You know, but you know the the funny thing is that everybody was shifting around and chess piecing and this player going here, that player going there, this person leaving this, this person doing that. Denver didn't do none of that. Denver right. Well, the championship team most of the time they right. don't change. Said, nope, most of the nope. time, that's yep. you know Denver you don't even like, have to change. We, we going back, right? <laughs> with what we started with, as long as we just stay healthy, it's like, oh, right, right. Because Jamal Murray is key because he he gets he gets sick. Of, I mean, he's the he's the key to stay healthy. Yeah, but, um, yeah. That's you know, what I'm saying. So if they like, lose him, even if they got Jokic, they you they lose him. Then they're yeah. not a championship team. Yeah, I got you. I got you. But they 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 make no moves but say to stay healthy. And that's right, what I would right. do. I would I would make sure that my uh training team was on point. That's what I would make sure. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So so I can get back to the glory and, and, and take it again. But we'll see. Well last week I watched the uh 
the Warriors and the Suns. That was a great game. That they're gonna be because you know, remember last last year you were saying that the Suns didn't have no no chemistry. Yeah, no. So I think it's over nothing. the summer they they got because remember they they built that team in midway through the season yeah, they last did. year. Yeah. So yeah. this year, because Chris Chris Paul is traded to the Golden State. They so remember the Suns, yeah. mm-hmm. the Suns was his old team. Yeah. So they were from him and Devin Booker, but Devin Booker was like banging the threes out. Oh man, that was it was a great game. I mean, yeah. Kevin Durant was playing like it was the last game instead of the first. <laughs> and they 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 wound up winning that game. It was it was a great game, but the Warriors was was looking good too. It was a yeah. good, and I love good. I love competitiveness. So yeah, I want to see a competitive game to start to finish. That you know that to me, if I'm spending my money, if I'm sitting here watching it. You better, you better show me something. <laughs> yeah, they're saying the West supposed to be, you know, because because of Denver's win, the West, you know, they they did all what they was doing to make the West strong again. Because they were saying that Denver won only because the West was weak and this and that, yada mm. yada yada. Okay, you can say all that, but then the West, a team from the West, still won the championship. Right, so and the West the, mostly the East was so the strong. Right, the East was so strong. You know, saying Miami should have took it. So again, so you know, but again, like I said, I what I admire about Denver, they remind me of that, uh, um, that uh, uh, San Antonio team that right. uh, you know the Duncan, the Duncan Parker combination, right, that, right, right. that that team with Ginobili right. and all those guys, and and uh, that, that that was the that was the that was the team to me. I I I, I get a much respect. You know, what I'm saying like I don't, I don't again, I don't know why. They don't get the respect that they should get as a dynasty. No one ever talked dynasty about them. And they, and they, five they won five championships in 10 yep. years. And I'm yep. like, they don't get the respect. But I don't mm. understand it. But I guess it's because it's Texas. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, a, I'm not a Texan. I'm not a big fan of Texas. I just give respect where respect is due. That's all. I've I just seen a dynasty. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I'm looking forward to seeing the Bucks. I didn't see Milwaukee game yet. I'm waiting on that game. Right. Yeah. Damian Lillard with Giannis. I want to see how that how they how look. that fits, how that blends. You know? yeah. And then yeah. Harden is asking for a trade again. Like I'm I'm done with James Harden. <laughs> I'm done with him. I'm I mean, come on. Like every single team he goes there, he starts crying. I understood his his frustration in the in New Jersey. I understood that because he went there with the assumption that he's gonna be back with uh you know what's his name? Durant and you, then you playing with Harvey. You know what's wrong with with with, with James Harden? Even though he's like, if you look at his his game today, you would compare his game of today to uh, of a yesteryear player would be Earl Monroe, Earl the Pearl Monroe. Mm-hmm. He would be that the Earl the Pearl Monroe type of a player. Mm-hmm. The difference is, and he's just like Earl the Pearl. He's a modern day Earl the Pearl. Mm-hmm. The problem is Earl the Pearl when it came when he came to the Knicks, he came to the Knicks with the idea of winning the championship and that being the hero. Let's just win the championship. I'm going to be Earl of Pearl regardless. Right, you know what I'm right. Saying? Regardless, I'm still going to be Earl of Pearl. So right. That's, that's, so me and Clyde, there's nobody in the backcourt that can beat us. You know what I'm saying? They invented the, the point guard backcourt type of thing. They, they Those two invented that. So, you know what I'm saying? Because if you look at that Knicks team, that Knicks team literally invented what we call the positions that we call them. You know what I'm saying? Like the power forward. That was invented by Dave DeBusschere. 
know what I'm saying? There's no such thing as a power forward into Dave DeBusha. You know what I'm saying? There was no such thing as a point guard into uh, to Earl Monroe. You know what I'm saying? Well, actually, Tiny Nate Archibald was the first when they when they said point guard. You know what I'm saying? When they use the term point guard, it was it, it was for Tiny Nate Archibald. But I'm saying far as the position and being that, you know what I'm saying, doing the point guard things, that was what Clyde Frazier and Earl Monroe. You get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. yeah, so they, they set up that that pit to be knocked down for, for a Tiny Nate to come along and actually be a, the actual terminology point guard. You know what I'm saying? And shooting guard. So so I'm saying Harden has the game of that Earl the Pearl Monroe, but he don't have he don't have the 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 uh, tenacity to say let me win championships. Right. See, Earl Monroe was like, I want to win championships. I know I don't need I don't need to win ego. I need to win championships. So I yeah, can go that's, that's, that's as a definitely what it is because and that's what Harden don't. Yeah, have. it's like. And, and he doesn't he doesn't uh fight long like when when the ship starts sinking he's first off the boat yeah, like, yeah, how you yeah. Gonna build... get the women and children <laughs> <laughs> exactly like how you gonna build a franchise around the guy who wanted to jump ship? bro <laughs> <laughs> you know come on like uh, i'm not in here i'm not in there. i was a fan of him i'm done with him now yeah yeah i'm done with yeah, him i'm done yeah, you know yeah, that that hop around hop around yeah come no and if it's just requesting a trade like yeah you know like you like you could just do that like come on i, I kind of like it i kind of like when um when you had that that uh you know uh, uh magic johnson larry bird type of loyalty mm-hmm. to your team where you sign with that team ups downs arounds the bouts you know what i mean right, right. like you went you know you and you went for championships you may not have gotten there every time but you got there plenty of times you know what i'm saying like you know magic won five and bird won three you know what i mean and, right. and, and they both got there plenty of times and magic's Magic's been there like I think seven times out of the five. Bird's been there five times out of the out of the out of the three. You know what I mean? So right. I, I I applaud that more than anything. Then the those I, I and you can call me old school folks. Y'all can call me uh, that's just old school. That's not how it is today. And this is that free agency change things. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, okay. But I, I I just like that. You know what I'm saying? So I, I was watching the series with you know the Magic Johnson and Larry Bird. Uh, HBO series. Um, it was called. It's not called Showtime, but it's called something like that. It's called. Uh, uh, Is it Thirty for Thirty? No, no. It's 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 a it's a it's a it's a, it's a actually a movie series that um, it's on um, HBO Max. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, what's it called? Um, like Star Time or something. Like, it's, it's something like that. Got a name, but it's not Showtime. They don't call it Showtime, but they gave it another name. But it's 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 about Magic Johnson and and um it's Larry really Bird. about the Lakers, but you know, they deal with, with, with Larry Bird and all that type mm-hmm. of stuff. It's really about Magic Johnson, Lakers and all that type of stuff. Right. But I, I love the loyalty that those guys I think that, you know, cause again, as they say, Magic Johnson and, and Larry Bird saved the NBA and they did. They, you, no question they saved the NBA mm-hmm. the NBA was on on the downturn it was it was you know what I'm saying nobody wanted to watch it anymore because nobody understood it you know what I'm saying and then the white folks they were the ones that was in the in the stands 
because they're the ones that can afford the tickets at the time and 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 then they had all these black players playing they couldn't understand that so they you know what I'm saying so they they racist ugly head always came up you know what I'm saying but then once things changed and Magic Johnson and then that Larry Bird rivalry it kind of like gave people something to talk about you know what I'm saying it gave some people to you know what I'm saying it, it got people talking regular people talking not just sports fans talking because you know sports fans be loud <laughs> we, we always got something to say but it had regular people talking and i think that's when it comes to saving a sport that's what happens you know what i mean so it would be the unlikely heroes to do that you know what i mean because you had this you had this six foot nine point guard like who thought of that? Right, <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Right. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. So that was that was kind of like it was unheard of. It was different. You know what I mean? And these two guys, they went at it in college, and you know what I'm saying. So you had the the, the black guy and the white guy. It made it made all the all the the doings of of of, of, of the talk and the and the making of, of a hero and a, you know and the villains and all that stuff. It was it was it was it was all good. And I, I think that made the NBA what it is today. You know what I'm saying? Well, a lot of things that Stephen A was saying the other day, I agree with when he talked about, uh, is, there's a lot, because he mentioned about James Harden. And I think um, with what it is, is a lot of prima donnas in the NBA now. Like, it is. What, what they attitudes Too with, many. they feeling privileged. Like, yeah. it's, it's more Too like, many. you know, yeah, like, I, I'm, I'm mad about this and you know so yeah. like you said what happened to sticking it out and proving yeah. greatness mm -hmm. because yeah. you, sometimes your greatness like you said like Magic and um, they had a great team Jordan yeah. had a great team but look at Jordan for instance because he's one of the ones who was losing tremendously before he started winning until right. they put a team together he right. could have easily said I want to go on another team you know right, exactly. But he stayed right. where right. where they went in the loss. They right. got they got beat by Boston. Again, got beat by Detroit for years, and yeah. then they finally won. So there's no more of that. Like now, if Harden, like if, instead of Harden trying to stay and build the team, or either they, because um Stephen A. Smith said he think it's relationship. Because remember, he didn't get along with um Paul with, with us Chris Paul even though Chris Paul got a relationship a reputation he don't get along with a lot of people because <laughs> he's close friends with LeBron and um but he'd never be close with the teammates and um Phoenix was a team that he was close with out of the other teams so, you know he'd been bouncing around from yeah. um, Clippers mm -hmm. and everything but he was just saying like uh Harden's reputation is starting to be like you know people like you said and B wants to win so Embiid was more like, let's forget all of this stuff and let's try to win. When now, right. when you bring Harden over here, you thinking, okay, now I got a chance to win. And he come with this attitude when they, yeah. you know, yeah. like, he's like, come on, like, you know, I don't need this. I need yeah. a person, like you said, that's gonna, you know, for the betterment of the team, you know, let's build the team here. Yeah. Like, what are you gonna do? Bounce around every the team? They won a championship. The back page of the post doesn't matter to them. They won a championship, and that and that brings the front page. You know what I'm saying? So, and everyone loves a winner. So, right. you got to understand. But you, where's the Robert Ories of the of the league? There's no right, more Robert right. Ories the six men. Yeah, and remember, no, he was a, no he more was Robert Ories. Uh, that loyal guy that would just work hard to win championships. That guy got seven rings. Right. You know what I'm saying? He was seven he was a rings. six man when he was on. Um, uh, what's the name? OKC. He was a six. Yeah. Man. Mm -hmm. And he was good then. 
Like, I mean, not that he's not good, but like you said, it's like he he turns on, he turns off, never shows up in the playoffs. Like the regular season, Harden is balling. Yeah, <laughs> he, is, that, he is balling, but the prima donna come out when he start missing and getting not getting some calls, he start crying. Yeah, come on, that's a part yeah. of the game. You're yeah. gonna get some calls, and some calls you're not gonna get. Yeah, and then he, you know, he does that. You know that it, it's all about me type of thing. I think it's yeah, it, it, prima donna. They, yeah, they lose the winning spirit. I think mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with having a winning spirit, and you know what I'm saying. But if you me 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 about it, it's that I want to be the hero. I think being a hero just doesn't work. You know what I'm saying? It just doesn't work. You know, even even Magic Johnson talked about that. You know, it was time when he wanted to be the hero, and, and it didn't work for him. He was like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Well, he could have simply. It was time when he could have simply passed the ball to Kareem or something like that, and and he did. You know what I'm saying? He tried to take it on himself and he threw up like an air ball or something like that. And be like, yo, what the heck? You know what I'm saying? But he had to understand, man, it's not about hero ball. Hero ball does not win championships. Hero ball does not win championships. Hero ball, you know what I'm saying, is all you got to send you home disappointed. Even Larry Bird talked about that. He was like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Hero ball doesn't, it's not going to get you a ring. You know what I'm saying? So, and, and and Michael Jordan learned that. He was like, okay, I can't play hero ball. All right, they're gonna come at me. Now I gotta, I gotta have a team that we can win. You know what I'm saying? And he had, you know what I'm saying? If I'm gonna be Batman, I need a Robin. And that's what he did. He went and got a Robin. And just like, you know what I'm saying? He could have easily went went to the Knicks and say, hey man, I want to play with, with Bernard. Patrick Ewing you know, or Bernard. Yeah, because I'm gonna Patrick. play with, I want to play, yeah, that's, yeah. Gonna, you know what I'm saying? Patrick Ewing and, 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 and stuff like that. I want to play with Patrick Ewing, and then me and Patrick Ewing had set this world on fire in the, in the, the biggest arena in, in uh, you know in the world. Mass I mean, because before God. before he Jordan could, came to Chicago, well, the Cubs wasn't winning, the Bears wasn't winning, <laughs> <laughs> the Chicago teams were not winning. You know, <laughs> like where well, the Bears Jordan, did win the Jordan Super Bowl. Came I mean, back. they did win the Super Bowl like in eighty, was it like eighty five, eighty six, or something like that? Then they went around then. Oh, <laughs> I, yeah, think, I, don't, I don't remember. Yeah, I, think I, the, I think the Bears won what? what uh, 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 when they had Refrigerator Perry, remember that? Mm-hmm. that yeah, I think they won. <laughs> I won the Super Bowl around well, that, that. Might have been <laughs> when my dad was watching. <laughs> <laughs> it was the it was the 80s i remember being the 80s though so oh, okay yeah i might i might have remembered but you know getting yeah. up there. but you know i'm just saying you know he stuck with chicago um you know just just you know i'm just kind of agreeing with you know the sports talk today about you know the, the even magic has said one time uh, as far as their you know their their work ethic their summer effort some of them sacrificed their summers or sacrificed you know how they talked about Kobe being in the gym all the time, like beefing up their uh, Jordan. They, you know, in the last dance, in the last dance, uh, Jordan after getting beat up by Detroit, by Detroit so much, he went. You know, they said right after they lost, they went right back into the to the workout room because he wanted to build his body over the summer so he could take the hits when he drive and stuff like that. But right. a lot of them are not doing that. They they don't have the same. You know, urgency, the work ethic, like you know, the the Jordans and the and the birds and the magics, but right, you no, know, yeah. 
I mean, another. we we get uh, we get a little like, more excited. We get excited, <laughs> but we not getting that work ethic. <laughs> that work ethic <laughs> seems like it's never coming back with these new players. <laughs> <laughs> they looking at us like y'all y'all work too hard. That's why y'all got broken bones. Like you know, they don't even play in a dunk contest no more. None of the Holly, none of the 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 good goods like. You ain't catching LeBron in um in no dunk contest, well, and that's LeBron that's sad never for us. Dunk contest. I don't know why. I, they don't want to do it. They no, they want the NBA to create some money incentives for it, and also they they're saying like because you know the well, NBA LeBron brought is that up. The only superstar that I know that didn't that didn't participate in the in the slam dunk contest that no a lot of them didn't that that they were saying that you know they they should get in it. Did Durant ever do the slam dunk? I don't think Durant, Durant? did it. Kevin Durant? He, yeah. Kevin Durant ain't no dunker. He's seven feet. He ain't, you ever seen Kevin Durant do some fly dunks? You oh, saw him a few of them. Probably, probably in the catch the ball. Let, let me tell you something. The, the guy that was a fly high end dunker that was over seven feet tall that actually won, uh, it was, what, was, 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 the was the, Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard. That's it. Big guys don't do not really. They they whack in the. No, dunk it was contest. another big guy that won a dunk contest. I mean, I forgot his name, but he uh, he he was pretty good. He was um, what was his name? But in a, a he was few a seven years, footer? yeah, he was. Seven I think footer? he was a center. Oh, okay, he won. But not, that was years ago. Uh, well, yeah, it's not I mean, many like, of you, yeah. you had you had um Amari uh, Stoudemire, you know, what I'm saying in it and stuff like that. But those those guys, yeah, those, those guys was in it. But they were high flying dunkers, you know what I'm saying? But you know the guys that's like Kevin Durant, he's seven feet tall. He ain't no high flying dunker. He's he's seven feet tall dunker. You know what I mean? He's not he's not like LeBron. LeBron does some dope stuff. Like, you oh yeah, LeBron. Saw, you ever saw LeBron doing the warm ups, do dunks? Like they have highlights yeah. of LeBron with the warm ups doing dunks and they yeah. kept saying why is this man not in the slam dunk contest right but they incredible. they they was talking about a lot of the players uh you know maybe not the seven footers but kobe they was, saying, was in it kobe won yeah kobe only did one year so, so but, that's what i'm saying so, right but they were saying the stars like you know other other people that say not the seven footers but other stars that that they expect to be in the dunk contest they say it every year like where's this person where's this person and none of them want to get in it Oh. It's not just LeBron It's like a lot of them And a lot of that Has a lot to do With the incentives Like now they're saying You know I mean they're taking a stand If that's a stand If that's what they're doing um, But you know For the fans Because you know Back in the days The players cared about The fans You know like Jordan yeah, but, made a made and, an and emphasis that I'm a play even though I'm sick I'm a play because it's people is somebody in that audience that never saw me play before even though I'm Michael Jordan somebody bought a ticket for the first time yeah. and they looking forward to seeing me do something so that mindset right there is like they doing it for the fans and they love the game anyway but well you know some of it that a fan thing with lebron and those guys that right, right. they're not really fan doing it for the fans type of guys mm -hmm. too much so right I, just not, I don't get why lebron never was in the slam dunk contest because right because he's it, definitely a good because again if you when when his career ends and they compare him him and jordan 
that's going to be missing. And that's a, that's going to always be missing. And they're going to go, well, you never want a slam dunk contest. <laughs> go, Yo, what that got to do? It's going to be it's going to be a lot years to come. He'll see. He's going to see. He's going to see. And, and you know what I'm saying? He's gonna yeah, I think he should at least did one at least. That's give what I'm saying. Yeah. Win, win one and, and go in there and win one. And then that's where you 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 up there with Jordan. So when they do compare you as the greatest of all times and all that stuff, and you feel you are the best player that ever played the game, and you never won a slam dunk contest, I don't know about that. And you're a dunker. I'm just saying. Right. I, I'm saying for those who are dunkers, you know what I'm saying? Like Magic Johnson's six foot nine. He dunked. He was never in a slam dunk contest because he's not a dunker. Right. You know what I'm right. He's not a high flyer. He's six foot nine. It's right. a you know what I'm saying? That's that's a different that's a difference than than say a Nate Robinson that's five foot eight and and you know what I'm saying and dunk on guys. You know what I'm saying? And block shots and one the anybody see Nate Robinson? Twice. What happened? Where's Nate Robinson at? I said, did anybody see him? I haven't seen him. You haven't since seen him the since the knockout? Yeah, I haven't <laughs> seen Nate. Shout out to Nate Robinson. <laughs> I haven't seen Nate Robinson. Is he up, is he up from the campus? <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of your Mount Rushmore, Jazzy G, you know, uh, when, when you think about, you know, basketball, and we can talk about football as well and boxing because. I think those those sports, you know, because we 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 speak of these athletes all the time, and like you said, we got a good response from talking about the music industry, Mount Rushmore. Yeah. So you you know you want to kick it off with like, if you want to just start talking about the uh, basketball, like your your favorite, who would be on your Mount Rushmore? Right. So let's do this because I see DJ Nelson's over there itching for a scratch. So let's do this. So we're gonna, come, we're gonna come. Yeah, we're gonna come I'm back. We, yeah, we're gonna we gonna we gonna Nelson is gonna is gonna do his uh mix and uh is a black party mix and everything like that. And we're gonna come back with our Mount Rushmore sports. And I'm gonna let's give you my Mount Rushmore. It, go, yeah, and, and we're gonna see uh who agrees and who disagrees, and we're gonna have some fun with it. All right. So uh matter of fact, yo, Nelson. I want you to start things off with uh, some Isaac Hayes Shaft. So yes. we want to do a dedication to uh, Let's do Brown it. Tree. You know what I'm saying? The, the Shaft of all Shaft, Shaft Big Score, Shaft Return, Shaft Go to Africa, all that old Shaft good stuff. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, I think who sampled Shaft, Shaft in Africa? One of the beats from Shaft. Oh, Big Daddy Kane. That's right. Big Daddy Kane sampled that. But, uh, but it's all good. And, my uh, husband. Nelson, and my let's, let's let's get let's <laughs> get into the groove of uh, uh, things like that. Um, uh, so motivated. I want you to turn your boom boxes up. Cause DJ Nelson, the mic store is about to go in, do this thing. I want you to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. So we're gonna keep doing this again, and again, and again, and again. All right. Make your office party a block party, y'all. All right. Yo, Nelson. Yo. You ready? Oh yeah. Let's go. The morning coffee crew is in the building. Is in the building. Is in the building. You're tuned into one of the hottest DJs walking the airway. Walking the airway. DJ Nelson, the maestro.
a dick that does a sex machine to all the chicks. You're damn right. Man that would risk his neck for his brother, man. Can you dig it? Who's the cat that won't cop out when there's danger all about? Right on. You see, this cat shop is a bad mother. Such a What I'm talking about, Shane? Complicated man, but no one understands him but his woman. John Jack.
Jazzy. <laughs> Yo, you the crazy nigga, brother. You the crazy hey, nigga. Fun, you the the crazy, bro. You the man. <laughs> Who's the cat? The lady thinks of a sex machine with all the chicks. Nelson! 
You see this cat Nelson is a married man. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Just talking about, talk about Nelson. <laughs> I gotta do my I gotta do my uh my Isaac Hayes. <laughs> oh yeah, Isaac Hayes was the man. Yeah, man, Isaac had the voice. <laughs> yes, yes, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I go as low as Isaac. You know, what I'm saying I, I, I think I have to try to go as low as him. I got a, I got a low register, but Isaac Hayes and and, and um, Barry White, I, I, I can't. Oh man, that's another one. Yeah, I, I have a, I have a low register. Sure, that, yeah, that man, that's why I started liking Big Daddy King. I told you when I met him, side yeah, by he has side a low by. Too. Yeah, yeah. When I met him and he was talking like uh, Barry White, I said, Yeah, he does. And, and he did a I song mean, with Barry White. Yeah, people compare him to Barry White all the time. That's why he did a song with Barry. Yeah, oh, man, <laughs> he did. We used to I, I, I was, I forgot we was there for a party. <laughs> <laughs> I was hanging out with big, you know, my friends and my cousins like Cheryl, because you know my they was talking about me to introduce me, try to get me uh, introduced to people, and I'm busy there, La La Land with Big Daddy Kane, <laughs> especially my cousin, because she was like my manager back then. This was before I was before I came with Rev and the Jeep Style and y'all the Harlem Pride. Yeah, uh, my cousin Judy was my manager, right, and yeah, she used yeah. to get us. We used to go to all the parties, you know. She the one who got me on MTV, got the right. deal on Apollo, all that. Yeah. So, so when we uh, when we got to the party, because we had just did MTV, and you know, so we was close with Ed Lover and T Money and them um, and Dr. Dre, the, the Dr. Dre from Yo MTV Raps. So, you know, because they they the ones who invited us to the party, because you know, um, Ed Lover was like, I'm gonna make sure you meet Kane. <laughs> he said, because I I told Kane that yo this female from Harlem sound she rap like you. But guess what? Biz already Biz already told them Hold about up. me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so when he saw me talking to Big Dad Kane, I said, you know, because Biz is the one who did the introduction. So right. um, when um, Ed Love and them come over there, he was like, I know, I know. But Daddy, Big Daddy Kane that night, Jazzy J, he was not in the mood to hear nothing about rapping. He was just chilling at the bar, talking smooth. And yeah. I said, who do you think you are, Barry White? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he heard that a million yeah, he, times. He, yeah, he, he was, he was <laughs> cool in that day. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Star, let, let, let's get into some housekeeping now, all right? Let's, See what Big Daddy Kane do to me, y'all? Don't talk about <laughs> Big Daddy Kane because I'll get off the program. I don't, Jazzy got to bring me back to the thoughts. Yeah, I got to reel you back in, Star. <laughs> I got to reel you back in. So, so, let, so let, let's, let's get into some housekeeping. So, so motivated, y'all grab your paper and your pen and uh, so Star can go in, all right? So she get off the Big Daddy Kane train <laughs> and give her some thought. All right, so here she is. <laughs> Here she is. Uh, good Lord, you got to me <laughs> off, girl. <laughs> he about to call oh me Big Daddy. Here she is, Big Daddy going Katie. off script, so motivated. <laughs> Let's just get in some thoughts of wisdom. Let's do it. It's time for your thoughts of wisdom with Cheryl Stark. All right, thank you, Jazzy G. So motivated, today's thoughts of wisdom. Teamwork is only powerful when you have the right people together. And what that means, so motivators, is that you could put a lot of talent, a lot of skilled people, a lot of chemistry in the room, but if they don't gel together and do what they have to do for the betterment of the goal to make things possible, then it doesn't matter who's on your team. 
You could get a team full of leaders and nobody want to take, nobody want to be a follower at that point. Everybody want to be the boss. You know, you ever say, how many, how many, how many teams, are, how many leaders are in the room? You could be a leader, but everybody should be mastering their position, their role. Mm-hmm. The role that they're good in Because if I'm good at computers I'm not going to tell you I'm not going to try to tell you How to do the, the groundwork <laughs> You know what I'm saying So everybody should know their role In order for a team to function In the best way For the betterment of the team So I'll say it again So motivated So y'all can marinate on it And y'all can take this However you want to take it It doesn't have to do with sports It's about life in general Teamwork is only powerful when you have the right people together. And that could be in a marriage. Back to you, Jazzy G. Follow Cheryl Starr's Thoughts of Wisdom on Facebook. Thank you, Cheryl Starr, for today's Thoughts of Wisdom. You're and welcome. You're so right. Teamwork makes the dream work. You know what I'm saying? It's just like here with us. You know what I'm saying? I right. Mean, the three of us is a great combination. I mean, like... Perfect know, I, combination. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When I first thought of of doing this, you know, and bringing the team on and 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 and, and expanding the morning coffee and and doing all the things when I had to meet with Raven and everything like that, and I was right. talking about my ideas. Shout of, out to Raven. Know, yeah, shout out to Raven, the talk show Maven. But it, it was it was all about how we can make the morning coffee better and how we can expand it and all that all those things. Right. I had to think of the people that was going to make this happen that would really come in and make it work. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yo, who can I get to really come in and really make things work? So, you know what I'm saying? Fortunately, I had you as a guest on the show. You know what I'm saying? Nelson was already doing his thing and, and doing the mixes and, and everything like that. So I said, okay, right. how, can we, how can we make this happen? Because, you know, DJ Bob Q was doing Fridays and everything. And Nelson was doing the the, the uh, barbecue, um, the, the barbecue. <laughs> he was doing the backyard. He was doing, he was doing the black party mixes, you know what I'm saying? So so I was like, okay, so let me snatch Nelson doing his block party mix, make it part of the, of the morning show. And that's when I asked you, I said, hey, would you like to... You know what I'm saying? Be part because you had mentioned to me you wanted your own podcast and everything. Right. Like that. Right. And I said, hey, what about joining, you know what I'm saying? Joining my show. You know what I'm saying? Like that. And, it, and it's funny how, like I said to you, that's how uh, Miss Jones, you know, Jonesy in the morning, right. that's how Jonesy got her job with Hot 97. She was interviewed first when she had her song out when she was on um, Bill Stephanie's label. You know what I'm saying? Right, I think right. It was stepson, I think it was called or something like that. So, um, you know, I, and and that was uh, and, and that started her her radio career. You know what I'm saying? Right, so it's right. Funny how things happen in that in that sense. But when you gel, you gel. You know, right, and, and right. That's what I say. You have to put yeah. the right people together. Yeah, you know? exactly. So you know, saying we as morning coffee. You know, saying we as a team morning coffee here. You know, saying the morning coffee crew. I, I think, I think we're a perfect combination. The three perfect of us. Perfect combination. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you was gonna sing it. You put your Johnny Gill in it. Put your Johnny yeah. Gill in it, Jazzy. Gotta hit that. <laughs> you know what's funny? I got a story, Johnny Gill sidebar. <laughs> My boy Kev, right? We was growing up, and uh, I was telling him about when that song came out, "Perfect Combination," right? And I was telling, and I was telling him that you know Johnny Gill was only like 
14, 15 years old. And, and, uh, and my boy Cab, he was like, what? He what? How is he? I thought he was some old, uh, what did he call him? Like Lou Brock? Not that oh. Lou Brock. He called him uh, Brooke, Brooke Bitten. Remember Brooke Bitten? Yeah, like, like the old time Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, so he's like, I thought it was some old Brooke Bitten type of dude. And I said, nah, he like our age. Like, he's younger than us. Yeah, Johnny Gill did sound back then. Back then. I mean, even though he sound good, we, we all thought he was older. Yeah, he said, I thought some old Brooke Bitten dude. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, nah, he's younger than us. <laughs> My boy Cam, he's this funny dude, man. He used to come up with the wildest stuff, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so when you said that, you started singing, I knew you was going to sing Perfect Combination. I knew you was going to sing it. <laughs> Stacy Lattisor. Yeah, man. Let yeah. me be an angel. Man, yeah. I, I wanted to be a singer when, when I mean, I, I always wanted to be in the industry, whether it was uh, writing, singing, only thing I never wanted to do, Jazzy, was dance. <laughs> I told you that story, but I you wanted to do anything girl. in the industry, even even if it was acting. Because when Stacy Lattice, so remember when "Let Me Be Your Angel" came out? Yeah. Oh man, that song was dope, and she was our age. She was in our age group. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. I was always practicing singing that song, Let Me Be Let Me Be Your Angel. And then when she got Johnny Gill, I couldn't find my Johnny Gill in school because we only had one guy who could sing and his lips was out of this world and I did not want to <laughs> sing with him. And his name was Eddie Larkin. <laughs> what was you with these lips, man? <laughs> no, I mean back then because he used to eat so nasty. You know, I always thought, no, I like big lips now. You see how life changed you? you? That's a funny thing. <laughs> Thing. Everybody always teased someone that had big lips when you was a kid. They when always got kid, teased, yeah, and right? Boy or girl, they got teased, right? Then when they got to be an adult, then people look at their lips and go, "Oh my god, oh yes, my god, oh yeah. my nose!" Like, like back then, people used to say, uh, you know, because you know, you say you got soup coolers or whatever. Soup coolers, yeah. Because we used about. to remember, because when we was in school, because you know, you went to you went to private school, but in public school, we all eating in the lunchroom. And it we was a <laughs> it was a rumor to look at Eddie Lockin when he eat. And mm -hmm. and that was why girls didn't like him. It had nothing. He was nice. He was a decent looking guy for, for young kids. When you young, you're not looking for Billy D when you little right. like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause look at Ralph Tresman. <laughs> Ralph Tresman had like two sets of teeth in his mouth, but we still <laughs> loved him. <laughs> He's talking about some ease, ease, ease. I was like, yo, Ralph, take some of them teeth out your mouth. <laughs> but we still like Ralph Tresman when we was younger because he was the the cutest one in New Edition, yeah, so yeah. we had to. Then he, then he had braces, and then he was singing. I oh yeah, they, yeah. I remember yeah. there was a Madison Square Garden. This one they had the brace. <laughs> he had the braces in, and, and he couldn't say you, so he was going and chew and chew and chew and chew and chew. He had the braces, and he couldn't say you. That was the craziest thing. It was like and chew and chew and chew and chew and chew. And we even tried to say you. We had Look, we learned we learned how to settle day. early. <laughs> when Bobby Brown sang "I Need a Girlfriend," come on, how many girls was like, "Ah, come on, Bobby yeah, Brown back in those days." <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Yeah, but women, but women would still scream. Girls were still screaming for him. Oh yeah, yeah. 
He was doing the, and he was doing clubs like Red Parrot and places like that. Right. Back in the day. Right. I right. Going, I remember yeah, Bobby going was to getting, see him at yeah. those places. Yeah. I remember, I remember going to see him at the Red Parrot and here in New York. So motivated. That was a, uh, a nightclub in, in New York, a big time nightclub in New York. And I remember Eddie Murphy was there that night. So it was like Eddie Murphy and his whole entourage and, and Charlie was with him and everything like that. So he had his, his whole entourage. And right. I was like, you know, the women running around, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. You know what I'm saying? It was kind of, it was all good. You know what I'm saying? But Bobby was the man, though. I knew he was going to, I knew he was going to be a solo big that time. When, because even though that album was like it, it was kind of like that solo introduction album, right? Knew he was gonna blow up. I said, all yeah. he has to do is. And then when I found out, because being in the industry, you know who's gonna do what. what right, right. When I when I found out that you know, saying the face, you know, LA Baby Face was was working on him, right. and, and Jimmy Jam right. and Ted Lewis and all that stuff. I said, okay. And then Teddy, you know, what I'm saying because that was because I actually heard my prerogative. The beat and everything in my prerogative before it even came out, because you know Teddy had let me hear it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I was up at Teddy's house and and and, and listening to it and everything like that at the time. Right. And he was playing the the beat. You know what I'm saying? Because I I remember um because he, he was doing Bobby Brown, he was doing Stephanie Mills, and right. matter of fact, Omar Chandler and and one of the singers that was 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 I was working with Valerie. I had they was actually singing background. To, to do the demo and everything like that for Stephanie Mills and everything like that. And, and, and Valley actually did the demo. So Stephanie can actually hear the song and everything like that. Right, I, I right. One of the songs Timmy Gatlin had wrote. He had wrote the lyrics and Teddy did the music. And so Valerie had had sung on the song, the, the demo. She had to do the background. The oh, for, so for Stephanie yeah. had a song go. Yeah. Right, exactly. And funny thing, she said when she went to, she was, because she, she used to go, she attended, um, Hampton you so she was in Virginia so she's the tough so now you know Teddy Riley's big and guys happen so she was telling people yeah I used to sing background you know I used to sing, do <laughs> like now talking about Teddy's it yeah. And like, right yeah liar you know what I'm so right she, she was telling me that story I was like yeah I, know. I remember I when Stephanie Mills girl. came to the projects everybody knew she was coming yep. mm -hmm. and, and yep. everybody was standing yep. around Teddy building <laughs> yep because Teddy <laughs> lived on the first floor <laughs> yep was on the first floor yep. <laughs> yep you know we used to go in there and and, and rap, but every time he had, because I know when they was doing the the guy before Aaron and them joint, right. that was Timmy Gatlin and them. They yeah. was in there yep. practicing. Mm -hmm. And, and, and the hear the music. Because one of his drum machines was my drum machine. That drum machine been oh, all yeah. over the world. Everybody had it. <laughs> and Von Drew had it. Everybody had my drum machine. It was original because it was original beatbox. You know what I'm saying? So oh, it was original. Okay. Yeah. It was original. You couldn't find those anymore. And, and everybody wanted to use it for the, the sound to get that, wow. that, that that sound out of it. And and uh, I had the original. I had original beatbox, like Flash and everything. And right. uh, everybody borrowed it. I think the, it went to everybody. everybody By the time I got it back the whole Harlem had it <laughs> I think I think when I got it back I think when I got it I can't remember who I got it back from that's how much that's how much it went went around to everybody it was like everybody wanted to borrow it you know what I'm saying but it, those are the days though that that was yeah. the days that we just all was like together we just right, did everything right. together and just you know we all just looked out for each other and we just knew people, you know those were gonna make it make it you know what I'm yeah, saying it yeah. was all good it was all good man I, I love those days because that's how that's how early 
days of humbleness, you know what I'm saying? And it led yeah. up to everything else. It led up to, you know what I'm saying, like raving us, creating Harlem Pride recording studios and, right. and stuff the like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, everything led to everything led to one thing led to another. You know what I mean? So it, it's all good, you know? Well, I guess because I, I wouldn't sing with Eddie Larkin, that led to my solo career. <laughs> 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 I guess y'all wasn't a perfect combination. No, we huh? wasn't a perfect combination. <laughs> oh, man. Yo, Star, let, let's get to this Mount Rushmore because I know they waiting on the Mount Rushmore. Yeah, course. let's do it. Let's you know do it. Let's work it out Wednesday, y'all. Let's, let's, let's go NBA, NFL, and boxing. Okay. Let's do it like that. Cool, cool, cool. All right, so NBA, my Mount Rushmore, NBA, right? Drum roll, drum roll. Wow, this is gonna be tough, but it is um, tough. It is tough. Gonna, all right, y'all gonna know my tough. age. Y'all gonna know my age on this one. All right, of course, Earl the Pearl Monroe. Earl the Pearl. Yes, indeed, indeed, indeed. Uh, uh, Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Indeed, indeed. indeed. Uh, then it would. It, uh, next, I would have up there. Um, um, Oscar Robinson. Ooh. Yeah. Oscar oh. Robinson. And it's Oscar uh, Robinson. Yeah. Oscar Robinson the one had triple doubles every season. Right? Oh, Oscar was the man. He yeah, he invented the triple double. Right, because that's yeah. where um Rushbook. Remember that year Rushbook had all them triple doubles? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so Oscar Robinson. Wow. Oscar Robinson. And then I would say uh uh, fourth one on my Mount Rushmore would be I, I mentioned. Dang, I love him. Already, he, dang. He's from the Boogie Down Brazils, and I already mentioned him. Tiny Nate Archibald. Yeah, yeah. Hey, all right, all right. That's that's my Mount Rushmore in basketball. You want know, you want to give I know a little some snippet? Said, why not Magic Johnson? Because I love Magic Johnson. You want to give a little snippet? Why or like we did before? You yes. want you want to say right. why? Just a little briefly. Okay. Uh, like I like I mentioned earlier about Earl Monroe. Right, Earl Monroe right. is what started the 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 what is the point guard shooting guard. He is he's the actual the setup of that. He's he's the one that actually set up point guard shooting guard type of theory when him and Walt Frazier teamed up New York Knicks and, and they and they won uh, the championship and everything like that. Um, that's why I chose Earl the Pearl Monroe and plus he was Rucker Ball. And, and 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 everything, and I know, I know people want to know why I picked Tiny Nate Ochoa over Doctor J. Okay, and I, I just love Doctor right, J. I know everybody wondering because I was Doctor, you know, I love Doctor right, J. Dr. J. All right. right, and he should be on my. I know people say, well, why is he not on your Mount Rushmore? You know what I'm saying, matter of fact, I'm gonna change it then. Yeah, because I know yeah. people wonder. <laughs> Let me be honest. All right, okay, because because Tiny Nate would be a would be a, a, a honorable mention. Doctor J would be on there too. Doctor, okay. so let me be fair. Let me be fair. All right, so yeah, so Earl Monroe, Doctor J, Kareem Abdul Jabbar, and who who else I had in there? Oh, Oscar Robinson. Okay, so now Oscar Robinson, the big O, is because Oscar Robinson was that big guard. He was that six foot six guard. It would mm. be it, it, it would be no no Michael Jordan or any of that as a guard if if it wasn't for Oscar Robinson. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan would be a forward, okay? He would have been a forward in the league, and he wouldn't have he wouldn't have been the highest scoring forward. As to the Magic Johnson would have been he, a forward. he would have been right, and so would Magic Johnson. They would have been forwards, okay? 
But the big O showed you that a big man can be a point guard and be a guard and the shooting guard, point guard, whatever like that. Mm -hmm. The big O was the man. And when it was him and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar on the Milwaukee right. Bucks. And at the time, Kareem was Luau Senda. Luau Senda. Right, yeah. Luau Senda. So if you look it up, you're going to see Luau Senda and that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Right. But, but he was Luau That's why Kareem has... That's why Kareem has uh, six rings because he won one championship with, with the Milwaukee with the, Bucks with, yeah. with, with the big old Oscar Robinson. All right. And Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. They were uh, NBA or ABA when they won? NBA, no, Dr. J. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Milwaukee Bucks with NBA. Yeah. Dr. Yeah. J. Only ABA yeah. team that came to was the Dr. NBA J. was, was the, the, the Nets, the New York Nets, right. the, the San Antonio Sports Spurs, right. the, the Denver Nuggets that uh, just won. And... Um, uh, what was the fourth one? Uh, what was the fourth one? It's four of them. It's only four ABA teams. Okay. In the NBA. Um, there's the Nets, the Nets, the Spurs, the Nuggets. What was the other one? God, so motivated. I gotta help you. There's a fourth one, but I can't remember who the team is. I, I can't remember if it's the the Kings or not, because the, right. the Kings coming from. Kansas City at first they, they wasn't Sacramento they came from like Kansas City or something like that they were like the Kansas City Kings or something like that but I think it might have been the Kings but okay so back to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Kareem Abdul-Jabbar because he was the captain of captains big Kareem Abdul-Jabbar changed the big man game okay he changed the big man game if you watch big man games before Kareem it, it was it was it was uh Back to the to the to the to the rim and and, and, and that style the 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 Mike and the, the 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 George Mike and style of centers and then came along uh, um, 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 Will Chamberlain. So when Will Chamberlain and and Bill Russell made this because they the first that started that whole LA Laker. Boston Southern LA Laker rivalry and then the Lakers never beat them. So that was big men. You know what I'm saying? So right. it was it was Bill Russell and Will Chamberlain. Chamberlain so, right. So they created that big man space because before <laughs> that was George Mike. And I think George Mike was only like six foot seven to six foot nine as a center back in the day. But these two guys changed the game of centers. You get what I'm saying? Right. So now Kareem came along and had a whole different game. He game. had the sky yeah. hook that uh, that's what a lot of shot that a, could never right. be stopped. Alajuan said he mimicked a lot of his game, and yeah. Kareem, I think, yeah. trained him a lot. Yes. Like, worked with him. So, with right. He changed the game of the center from what the right. center was of of Will Chamberlain and Bill Russell. You know right. what I'm saying? And that's why he's on the Mount Rushmore. Okay. Right. And and Dr. J, I changed it from Tiny Nate Archibald. I, I was putting Tiny Nate Archibald there because he, he is the first point guard. But no, let's, let, me, let me put it as honor mention. It, it should be Dr. J. The doctor? Dr. J was remarkable. Okay? Because yeah, yeah. you know him and Connie Hawkins truly brought Rucker Ball to the NBA. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. or, or rather, they, they were ABA guys and then they came right. to the NBA. Right. So, because right. the ABA had the Rucker guys. You know what I'm right. saying? They had, they had all the Rucker guys playing. So, right. And, and uh, right, because, 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 uh, that's where he, they got a yeah. ring. So. Right. So, Dr. J 
he would fill the stadium. And, and again, I could not, not put Dr. J on it, and he's from here, <laughs> Roosevelt. And I know I couldn't walk down the street of Roosevelt on NASA Road, and people that's listening go, hey, Rainey, why you not have Dr. J? <laughs> you know what I'm I did you wear the Rough Rider, represent the Rough Riders, and you don't put the ultimate Rough Rider on, in the, on your Mount Rushmore, okay? And that's Dr. J, Julius Irvin, and he's from Roosevelt, Long Island here and everything like that and matter of fact we got a park uh, we have a whole park named after him matter of fact the PAL is, is, is named after him. matter of fact I just mentioned Nassau Road Nassau Road is uh, Julius Irvin's way the whole Nassau Road in Roosevelt is Julius Irvin way so mm -hmm. that yeah when you come to to, to uh, Roosevelt and Long Island you you and you on Nassau Road the the big main fit you are on Julius Irvin way so that's that's so he is definitely that's so that's my Mount Rushmore that's the four. Oh, okay so the only one that I'm gonna go with the same one of Mount Rushmore is Kareem love mm -hmm. Dr. J Nolan but I, I was because I was I grew up as a Laker watching Magic and Kareem so I got to see Kareem, I love Dr. J, and I was happy when they won the championship. You know, when yeah, it, it came over to uh, NBA, yeah. I loved Moses Malone, all of them. I was playing basketball then, um, so I'm gonna go with Kareem on my Mount Rushmore. And because I'm not, I wasn't in the era of that because I started watching basketball in those, and I was little because I was watching it with my dad and my brother. Right. So I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna speak on my era when I started. The, right. The, the right. <laughs> right. Because you, that's why people say, "Oh, this is the person," because I got to see them play. So of course, I'm gonna go with Michael Jordan. Right. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I'm going to go with my boy Kobe. He was my favorite all-time player. Right. I loved the way Kobe played. I, I know he was Michael Jordan and replica replica him a lot. But I, I, I followed Kobe since he was in Lower Marion because I, I was uh, interested in learning about him because um, my husband was like, this guy's going to be in the NBA. Look at him. I learned about right. Kobe yeah. way before he came into the NBA and I followed his career and I was rooting for him. So I, I knew he was going to be as great as he was. You know what I mean? Even right, even with yeah. the floors, I said, Kobe is going to be that guy. And if I had to build a team around somebody in, in, in the 90s, I would definitely go with Kobe Bryant because of his his fearlessness. Right. And, the, mm -hmm. you know, the game on the line, I'm giving him the ball. Right. Um, I'm going to put LeBron on the Mount Rushmore because LeBron earned the 20 years and you know to me i would have if lebron wasn't in the league i would say magic right because i look at them even though lebron is the forward but he's like a point guard too you know right. <laughs> he's a little more elevated because he could do a lot more and also because he passed kareem and nobody was able to do that so right i'm gonna put lebron i think he's you know in today's basketball mount rushmore lebron is there so right. that leads me. So what I said, Jordan, LeBron, I think Kareem. I set my four, Kareem and Kobe. And Kobe, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. love Dr. J and love my magic. But those are the reasons why, you know, I, I picked them. You right. know, got to yeah. see Kareem and, and magic play. And I was like, wow. Right, you know? right, right. Yeah, because I, I saw a Mount Rushmore that had, it had magic, uh, Jordan, Bird, uh, Bird, and LeBron, was Bill Russell? Like oh, that. it was LeBron. LeBron, LeBron. LeBron. it had LeBron on it, or something like oh. that, something like that. 
and uh, and, and everybody was like challenging it because it was like, well, what about Kobe and this and that, right. and something like that. But it had it had Magic Bird, Magic Bird, Jordan, and and uh, and LeBron on there, and oh. it was like a lot of people said it should be Kobe on there and stuff like that. So right. I've seen that, but again, I I dealt with my era. This right, and you had a good about Rushmore. I know, because, right? Because about Rushmore that. is about about legacy, legends, right. and previous, and and stuff right. like that. So I didn't, I didn't changing the game and, and doing I, I things. Didn't, I didn't, I don't think it's fair for me to put a player on there that's still playing, like a LeBron James. I love him, but you know what I'm saying. So well, LeBron that, should have been retired if you want to keep it real. <laughs> LeBron is in his 21st no, season. I know, but I'm just. But saying, I get what you're saying. So right, good, right. Though. You know I get what you're saying. So yeah. He's trying to he's trying to outgo Robert Parrish. I think Robert. Yeah, Parrish LeBron. Is this player, is his twenty fifth season, and and look how elevated he's still playing. He's yeah, still playing at the high level. High level, yeah, high level. You know, the twenty first season. A lot of people was kind of like shaky. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so it, it it's a lot, man. Just like, but you know, it's funny. You were talking about. Uh, Kobe Bryant when he was in high school and stuff like that, you kind of right. like checking them out. Right. I was thinking about Jason Kidd, right? So uh, I told you that I, I, you know, I played Benjamin Franklin basketball, you know, on the mm -hmm. JV squad. So mm -hmm. uh, one of uh, one of my teammates, uh, his name is Jacob, Jacob Kidd, actually, and Jason might have been about in the tenth grade around this time. So. Uh, I ran into Jacob. This is back when I was working at Downstairs Records. So, and he was like, "Yeah, yo, guy, yo, man, you gotta check out my cousin, man. He gonna, he definitely gonna go to the pros, man. You know what I'm saying? Look, look out for Jason Kidd, man. He's in California. He's my right. cousin, and this and this and that, and blah blah blah, man. Yo, he's definitely going to the pros. And and, and, and Jason may have been like a, in the tenth grade, so I never heard of the kid. At the right, time. right, you know right. What I'm saying, but by the time he reached the twelfth grade. He was like a McDonald's all-star. I think he might have been a McDonald's uh, in the McDonald's team back then when he was in the 10th grade. I'm mm -hmm. not even sure. But by the time he reached the by the time he reached the 12th grade, he was one of the McDonald's all-stars and he played right. in the game and stuff like that. But when Jacob was telling me he was a, you know, he was about a 10th grader, something like that. You know, right, right. 11th grade, or something like that. You he heard about him early you on. About him, yeah, right? You didn't yeah. know him this kid until he made the McDonald's all-star and all that stuff. But Jacob was a, and, and and they look a lot alike, the same complexion, the same height, everything like that. So and, and you know, because Jacob he always he always just say wow. So he was one of the guys that always said wow stuff. But you know what I'm saying? But so when he was talking about his cousin that gonna go to the pro, right, right. like, yeah, whatever, man. Cause I never heard of the kid, you know what right. I'm saying? I'm like, yeah, all right, whatever. You got you got a cousin that you think gonna go to the pros, whatever. And then when I saw him playing the McDonald's All-Star game, I was like, oh, that's right. Once I heard the name kid, I was like, oh, that's Jacob's cousin, because he told me about him. So right. you know, their last name, they have the same last name. And I was like, oh, this kid is nice. And then he went to <laughs> California just for one year. He was a one and done, and going, he was just remarkable. And I was like, yo, Jacob, <laughs> he was on point by his cousin, though. He was right, right. he was in front. He right. was in front that his cousin's going to the pros. Like, this man is now a legend. <laughs> right. But I just remember the conversation. Jake, Jacob was just one of those kind of guys that he just say stuff. So I was like, yeah, okay, your cousin going to the pros. All right, whatever, man. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but he knew. He knew his boy. Right. He knew his cousin, young cousin was going. He, he knew it was just that that dope. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because he was in California, not, not, I never heard of the kid. You know right. He wasn't like a lot. Yeah, here. Yeah, until he, he reached the 12th grade. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. so, 
no. That was, it was crazy though. So when, when you talk about like say LeBron, like not LeBron, but uh, Kobe, uh, Kobe when he's yeah. in high school and everything, and people like was all all about Kobe Bryant and, and uh, Laura Mary and everything. Right. He's a my my ex husband used to so because he he studied college ball and high school ball more than me. Yeah. And I, I was, I was a big NBA girl, obviously. <laughs> but he used to always tell me, "Oh, just watch out for this person." Watch. So I hear the name, and I watch college ball, but I wasn't a diehard college ball. Even though college ball is great and exciting, but to me, I was like, "Oh, it's like football, one and done." You know, like yeah, they yeah. don't get to play a lot of games. But he used to be like, "You got to know who coming out of college." So when they come in the NBA, you know them. And he was like, yeah. "This kid, Kobe Bryant," and he was in high school at the time. And also, he put me up on Kevin Garnett. Yeah. You know? So mm-hmm. I wasn't up on them because, like you said, they were they were they were coming out of high school. High school. And, yeah. And um, because I don't and, really, I don't really hear a lot of them until they end right the until they get into all the McDonald's game or right. Stuff that's like when that. you yeah. yeah and then that's McDonald's game. So that's when you hear them. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that's when I heard of uh, Dwight Howard when he played in uh, um right. Exactly. Uh, but my ex husband was more of of the uh, college and stuff so yeah. and another yeah. kid when he was studying the curries because remember del curry was on charlotte and right. the raptors yeah and he used to tell me he was like his he's grooming his son his son is going to be better than him yeah and i yeah. was like who who he was like del curry and yeah. i because you know del curry was a decent player he was yeah. he was really decent yeah. he was like yeah. his Man, son shoot Man, yeah, yeah, he was like. But it was the funny thing right. when when they used to do commercials because he used to do McDonald's commercials and stuff like that. Del Curry mm-hmm. and everything, and he had his two sons in the commercials. And it's right. funny that they were in the McDonald's commercials with him. You know what I'm saying? So, well, maybe that's where he get it from because he knew about. I mean, he watched them in in college, but he knew about Stephen and uh, Steph Curry. You know, he yeah. knew about the two brothers. Right, and um, he was always saying that. They're gonna be better than than his, than his dad. Yeah. And then when Steph Curry came to the Golden State, uh, that's when San Antonio was was like dominating the West, and and they gave San Antonio a hard time, but yeah. they still lost. They lost. He was like, "Pay attention to this kid. You like basketball. You better you better know this and that." And I I didn't pay attention to it, but because I liked it, Mark Jackson. And I said, "Let me let me watch the Golden State. You know, see what they because remember Golden State was." Chris Webber yeah. and Tim, you know Tim Hardaway. I, that's yeah, the Golden yeah, State. Yeah. Remember when Chris Webber did that dunk on um, Barkley? Yeah, <laughs> and walked over him. Yeah, that and, was and, the Golden and Barclay, State. And Barkley said to him, "You do that again, I'm gonna break your leg." <laughs> <laughs> you do that on national TV. Yeah, it's you do that again. Yeah. break your legs. Yep. Yeah, because by then, <laughs> you know, Golden State had revamped, so I kind of left Golden State. But anyway, yeah, you hear about some players, you know, early on, and then you start paying attention, and how I. I paid attention again it's like you know my nephew my young nephew sean son yeah my nephew blake i said who's your favorite player? he was like steph curry <laughs> he said he gonna win the championship auntie watch what i tell you my nephew was at least like a sean used to you know coach him back then he was like five or six years old and when i saw steph curry elevate i said blake was right <laughs> i said wow blake always used to say steph curry's gonna win some championships and yeah yeah so i jumped ship 
from the Lakers to the Golden State Warriors. That's why people don't like me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because they be like, you a fair weather, you jumping. Because I said, I'm rocking with Blake now. And I, I cannot stand <laughs> fair weather fans. Yeah, that, I can't that's why they don't like me. That. They go with that's the funny. champions. You know what I'm saying? They like the Yankees when they winning and all that. So I cannot Well, stand I don't go that. with the champions. Mostly I go with players because so because Shaq and Kobe, right, was my was my best players. My brother-in-law used to hate Kobe. So when Shaq left and went to Miami, he was like, oh, they ain't going to get no more rings, you know. So Shaq got a ring, and I said, I thought you said what? Because I betted him. I said, I said, Heath, both of them are going to get a ring again, even though they not together. I said, because that's how the NBA is designed. They want, yeah. the, they want the big man, and they want the guards to get rings. You know what I'm saying? I said, watch what I tell you. Shaq get one, Kobe got two more. I said, where's my money? <laughs> <laughs> but Kobe had to go get, get, had to go get Phil back. Yeah, he had to get. Yeah, he. he to, but you he know that's what they was gonna do. Back. Yeah, that's why I said they, they come back. He wasn't getting one without Phil Jackson. He wasn't gonna get any more without Phil Jackson. That was well. It don't matter. They're gonna bring a team together to make them get the championship. Yeah, you know. Yeah, because Shaq got his. Because he got Lamar Odom, and that was a great trade. Shaq went over to Miami and got them a ring with D Wade, and, and, I'm, and I'm told Odom you, came over there and helped. All him. of that Miami stuff would have been New York Knicks if they would have gave Pat Riley what he wanted. I'm telling you, all of that would have been New York Knicks. I'm telling you, all of that, everything that Miami created to be a diamond, <laughs> LeBron James, all of they would have came to New York. They would have came to Madison Square Garden. They Miami. With next New with York Pat rally. If you look at Miami back then They were the replica of New York yes, That was the I'm New saying. York team point That's two. what I'm trying to tell you They <laughs> would have come to New Everybody would have come to Shaq would have played in New York uh, Sam Ray Allen would have played in New oh, York yeah, All they of those would've players would have yeah. came to New York That was, was the trade That would have been the trade right there Ray Allen you know what I'm saying? Um, Ray Allen coming from Boston, going to Miami and all that stuff. Because remember, Ray Allen got the championship right. with him and, and, and Pearson. And Boston um, Pearson and, 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 got and, it um, in too. Yeah. So all that would have happened. All of that would have happened with Miami. It was, the trade-off would have been, it would have been New York. All that would have been I New York. I can see that. I can see that happening. All that been, yep. That so was, let's move into our boxing um, uh, all-time great. Because I know okay. we probably got the same one on our Mount Rushmore with that one. <laughs> All right, my boxing Mount Rushmore, of course, you know, is Muhammad Ali. I got course, Ali too. Out of doubt, Muhammad Ali. Then I got Mike Tyson. Without, got a, Tyson. without a doubt, is Mike Tyson. Yeah. And I have Sugar Ray Leonard. Without a doubt, Sugar Ray Leonard. And and I have Floyd Mayweather. Oh, Those okay. Are, I got Floyd. That's my Mount Rushmore boxing. Okay. I didn't. I didn't have um, Sugar Ray Leonard, but I probably should have put him. But, but I did. I w I had Joe Frazier too because I thought you know other than Ali, Joe. Yeah, I thought he was good. And I, I was. I, you know, I don't. I, I could. No, nah, I might change it, but I'm gonna keep that. I'll say Ali, Joe Frazier, Tyson, and uh, Mayweather. Uh -huh. Those are my. Those are my four. Yeah. And uh -huh. I say Mayweather, even though he's still boxing or semi-retired. Well, he's not boxing anymore. That's right. That's that's, that's exhibition and stuff. Right. He, yeah. He's retired. he's retired. Right. But he he's 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 done some phenomenal things as far as defensive. The mm -hmm. way you know he barely gets hit, and even though people used to say, "Oh, he's boring to watch," I love watching Mayweather. And I love, I love his fights. He strategized. He, one thing, 
Rev and I was talking about that. He beat champions. You cannot say you cannot say he he was a champ because he undefeated because he didn't right, he beat right. champions. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, he that's, a, that's, so he, that's true. Right, so you have to give credit. Give him his pop. Right. I'm saying without a doubt. So and and you know Muhammad Ali made boxing of with this today. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. <laughs> what it what it is today. Muhammad Ali, without a doubt, you know what I'm saying. Mike. Tyson. My mom would probably say Joe Lewis because that was her era. Cause she used to always talk about Joe Lewis and yeah. my um my uncle, my mother's uncle yeah, used, used to box. <laughs> yeah, he used to box with Joe Lewis, uh -huh. and she knew about him before Ali. You right. know what I mean? So she she would say. So that's why I said that I heard about him, but because I never seen him, I can't say he's on my mount mushroom. Yeah. But according yeah. to my mom. Because, you know, my mother's a big boxing fan. Joe yeah. Joe Lewis was, like, one of the best Yeah, boxers. your mother would probably have, like, Joe Lewis and yeah, she, Jack, she put, uh, Sugar Ray Robinson and and people like that on uh, on her list, most likely. She'll probably, you know, she'll probably have Joe Frazier, too, because yeah. that, that was when her and my dad was they stayed going to boxing fights at the Garden. Yeah, yeah. But hey, Smokey Joe was Ali, mad, though. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he was a man, so, you know, and, and remember his... The first time Ali and Fraser fought, Fraser put Ali on his behind. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So it's yeah. fun. You know yeah, Joe sport. smoking Joe. Smoking yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because if, if you look at Joe Frazier when he was boxing um, uh, George Foreman and stuff, and stuff like that, he was much older. So, mm -hmm. it, yeah, you 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 dealing with an older uh uh, Joe Frazier. If you took Joe Frazier in his prime, right, and and, uh, and, and uh, George Foreman in his prime, I think Joe Frazier would have beat George Foreman because I don't think George Foreman would have had the the speed the because he never was a fast hitter, right, so right. He was he just had the speed just, for Joe Frazier. He was just strong and, and powerful. Right. And Joe Frazier had that stick and move type of style, just like Mike Tyson. Right. I don't right. think I don't think George Foreman in and and they're both primes. That's just mm -hmm. I don't think they would have, he, Foreman would have beat Frazier, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, again, so, uh, you know, Joe Frazier was the man, but again, Ali, Tyson, and, 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 and Sugar Ray Leonard, let it, let it to me. I used to love Sugar Ray Leonard, man. Right. I used to love right. Sugar Ray Leonard. I used to love, I used to like him and, and Tommy Hearns. You know, right, right, yeah, they was that ever, yeah, like, yeah. That was about okay. I want Hitman Hearns. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so Tommy that, Hitman. I used to love. I used to love those two guys, man. Yeah, right. it was another boxer that I used to dig too back in the day. And um, oh man, what's his name? But they called him Sweet Pea. Um, I used to love him, man. Um, um your brother Rev liked him too. Um, he, he, I think he died like in a car crash, like about maybe like four or five years ago. Um. Mm. Ah, oh, what's his name? Oh man, he was nice. I used to love to watch him box, man. He was no joke. But uh, yeah, but it, it's all good though. You know what I'm saying? So we got we got to jump to the NFL real quick. So oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. So NFL, um, my all-time NFL, my my Mount Rushmore NFL players. Um, oh wow, that is hard. But Lawrence Taylor would be. I would put Lawrence Taylor on mine too. Yeah. Lawrence Taylor. Um, I would put um, uh, Jim, Brown. Uh, Jim Brown. Jim Brown. Jim Brown. The Cleveland. He was I, the man back then. Yeah, he was. But you know, I know people don't like OJ Simpson. But if I was to put Jim Brown, I'd put OJ before Jim Brown. <laughs> 
<laughs> you were know OJ before Jim Brown? I'm just saying, man. You be talking about football. But I'm what? just saying. But no, but Jim Brown, I understand. I understand. But um, I would I would definitely say, uh, let's see, Lawrence Taylor. Um, Put OJ on my mouth. My, my favorite. Um, OJ my was favorite, good, though. My favorite quarterback of all time was Dan Marino. So um, I don't know if people would disagree with the Dan Marino. They was they would definitely say he was um, Dan Marino was good when he was in Miami. Yeah, I remember yeah, him. He was yeah. I, I yeah, used to love Dan Marino. I didn't I didn't like his teams, but I used to love Dan Marino. I just loved him as a quarterback. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so you would put him on your Mount Rushmore? Yeah, I would put Dan Marino up there. Um, uh, let's see who else would I put up there? Good lord, I can't even think now. Um, Wow. Uh oh. Uh uh oh. You know what my favorite uh wide receiver of all times was was um uh Rice. Uh oh, okay. Rice. So Jerry Rice. Jerry yeah, Rice. Jerry Rice. Uh, right. I, I love Jerry Rice as a wide receiver. And I think he changed the game of wide receivers. Um so I would put Jerry Rice up there. And uh so the fourth one would be um, I, I would say Walter Payton. I used to love Walter Payton. You talk about the Chicago, Chicago, right, right, you know right. But uh, yeah, man, Walter Payton was the man. I used to love him, man. He was, right. oh man, I, I, I didn't care for Chicago, but <laughs> you know I would, saying? I would say Jim Brown, or because I we grew up watching him because my yeah. From, from the movies, Cleveland Browns, Jim Brown, all time, Lawrence Taylor. I will put him. I would go with Jim Jim Brown, Lawrence Taylor. I'm gonna go with Tom Brady because uh, of did. Yeah, that, that's what said. People probably do. Why you put Tom Brady? Said yeah, I, I would go with him because I even like Dan Marino. But New England, hands down, Tom Brady showed. And my fourth. Um, I'm just going with who I watch because you know I didn't watch. So I would go with Ray Lewis. Ray from, Lewis. From, from oh, Kentucky. okay, yeah, that, yeah, okay. I okay. think he changed. He did a lot in, in, yeah. in for the team. So yeah, I, could, I know there's or, other people like, like Walter Ray Payton Lewis probably because, better than him. Yeah, Ray Lewis beat my my Giants in the Super Bowl, so that's why. right, right. <laughs> yeah, that, that's when I was sweating both tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I like. See, I don't stay loyal to the team. I go with play. I'm a player. I'm a player know. fan. I'm not a I team. I, if my, if, I, I have if, players like that. that, that right, because like if, if your favorite player changed the team, you're going to follow yeah, your favorite I, ne- I never I never really liked Miami, but I always loved Dan Marino. So it's, just, right. I don't, it's the same thing with, with they say, um, they, of course, the Lakers were a dynasty, but I love... Um, um, Oh God! When he played in, in college, uh, George Worthy, mm-hmm. James, James Worthy, Worthy, right, right, James Worthy, North Carolina. James Worthy played in North Carolina. I couldn't stand right. North Carolina. I really couldn't stand Jordan. All of them, I couldn't stand them. Oh, but James okay. Worthy, I loved James Worthy. I loved him. So right. I was like a big. So when he went to the Lakers, I was really. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I can, I can be a Laker. And I loved also. Um, um, Jamal Wilkes. He was Keith Wilkes when he was right, at, right. Uh, UCLA. Cornbread, cornbread. Yeah, cornbread. Yeah. So, and I love Jamal Wilkes too. So I was like, right, a he big was fan Keith Wilkes. Right. So, so right. There's players that's like that with me. That football players, like like I said, Walter Payton couldn't stand Chicago, but right. Walter Payton, I loved. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Walter Payton. Same, 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 same thing. Okay, was good. Time. Too. 
but I, I, I love prime time. I, I love I prime time too. Hate the Dallas Cowboys, but love right. prime time. You know what I'm right. saying? So it was That's all good. You know yeah. so, also, Emmett Smith was good. I used to like him back in the days. Yeah, I like Emmett. OJ was was one of the best. I would put OJ in my top ten, maybe. Yeah, but I wouldn't yeah. put him on my Mount Rushmore only because I like Jim. I think. I think Jim Brown and Jerry Rice, who you named, because I know yeah. my dad. Lawrence Taylor, for sure. I think it's, it's so many. Walter Payton, I would even put in front of OJ, but OJ was good, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of players. Yeah, there's a lot. It's a lot. It's, yeah. it's a lot. Football is harder than all of them, man. Yeah, that's true. Football is harder than all of them, man, because it's just so many. Because you have to, and Lawrence what about Taylor. the Manning brothers? Peyton Manning, Eli yeah. Manning. And, and Lawrence Taylor, man, he he was just my boy. So I said, hey, Lawrence Taylor is undeniable. Lawrence Taylor is in the top five yeah. of all you know, time. I, I got he the hookup. I got the hookup with Lawrence Taylor a few times. You know what I'm saying? Oh, wow. That's all I got to say about that, y'all. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and you ladies, y'all know who y'all were. <laughs> 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 the Giants hooked the brother up back in the day. <laughs> oh, you talking about dating? I'm thinking. <laughs> Giants hooked the brother up, up back in the, the day. I said, hey, with the Giants. I said, oh, hey, with okay, the Giants okay, and I the Knicks. But the Giants hooked the brother up. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying about that. But yo, Nelson is giving us the, the wrap up sign and everything. So, <laughs> so we gotta take our deep breaths and uh and, and say our affirmation protection prayer on this uh working out Wednesday and everything like that. So so motivated. Let's breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend, extend, extend it. Breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend, extend, extend it. One more time, beloveds. Breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend, extend it, extend it. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. No matter where we are, God is in awe. Is well. It's Workout Wednesday with the motivator Jazzy G. That is your protection prayer for the day, your yep. affirmation. You take that with you no matter where you go today. Maybe work, school, or play on this Work It Out Wednesday. Remember, I love each and every one of you. It's not a damn thing you can do about it. A star. Yes. What doing on this Work It Out Wednesday? I'm going to work out a new deal with my gym. I'm going to see if we can bring the prices down. Times are hard on the boulevard. <laughs> next week, maybe next week we'll do baseball, Jazzy G. Yeah, we we'll get to baseball Reggie next Jackson week. Jackson and all yeah. those great players. The World players. Series is going to start soon and everything. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it'll be yeah, it'll be so, happening. Yeah, so by that time we we we, we have the World yes. Series going yes. on, so we'll we'll talk about it next month. Yeah, y'all right. know how it's we do. Yeah, Work it out. Work it out. Right. So motivators. Uh, me, Star, and Nelson, we're going to take two steps to the rear. Get on out of here, y'all. Hey, we love you. Hey. It's the new morning coffee with the motivator, Jazzy G. Featuring Cheryl Star. She's lovable. She's funny and sometimes crazy. It's Cheryl Star, the superstar. 